Welcome to Vision Forward's Tech Connect Live, connecting you to the world of assistive technology. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Oops, I just got it. <laughs> That's that was a, a abrupt end to end to applause. Oh, is it our live audience, they all just stopped, stopped applauding. Well, there was a catastrophe and they are no longer with us, sadly. Yeah. So, uh... They are no longer a live audience. <laughs> uh, hope everybody is having an excellent day today. It is March 2nd. Can you believe that it's already Easter season? It's uh, it's been a crazy, it's been a wild ride through January and February. Um, Corey, yes. uh, <laughs> you had a, a wild time recently with some with some water flooding in the basement. Yeah, my uh, unfortunately, my lovely basement uh, is now not lovely anymore. No, it's not for keen viewers of uh, the show. Uh, you will probably know that. Corey, Corey's basement. It was his, um, his. I have to say, was isn't that sad? Was yeah. his movie, his movie uh, studio. Well, not studio. What's the word? Theater. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was his movie theater. We had the nice recliners. We had the. We just put in bridge. a. We just put a. a... A mini a basketball hoop, yeah, basketball and stuff hoop for the kids. There yeah. was obviously a big screen and a projector and yeah. all of that stuff. You may have seen it in such videos as accessible <laughs> smart homes, yeah, part, part two, part two, part from a while two. ago. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. Box office didn't do great, uh, but uh, it's now become a cult classic. Well, that's exactly sure. it. The people yeah. who liked it really liked yeah. it. They they combine they compare it to the what is it the room? Uh, yeah, well that's, that's not the best film to be compared to. But uh, which if we had that kind of sales, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, sadly, due to some flooding, the theater is no more, at least for the moment. So uh, yes, if you would like to send donations to Paulie's disaster. <laughs> no. Oh, don't do that. Then you can sign up at um, send them to vision. Send your money. Send them to vision forward. Send us to vision forward. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good donation. Yes, in, it is. In memory of Corey's basement. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you can write in the in the field there. So uh, anyway, hope everybody else is doing okay and didn't have any flooding. If you did have flooding, then let us know in the chat. Uh, but then again, maybe you're not even in Milwaukee. Who knows where you are? And, I'm guessing uh, most people are not. Okay. Uh, yeah. Am I not mistaken? Wasn't there like a crazy blizzard in California too? Really? Like in oh, yeah. Wow. Wasn't there snow and <clears throat> I thought that was there was blizzard conditions and that, that was a big thing. That shouldn't be in, happening in uh, California. And like was it L.A. maybe or somewhere? So, really? Wow. Yeah. I bet they I didn't know. know how to deal with that. I don't think they did. No. So uh, yeah, if you're in LA, then let us know what happened there. But uh, otherwise, you can always just communicate other things in the chat because we do love audience participation, especially when we have guests on, as we do today. Today, we are joined by Freak. He is joining us from Hable, and Hable make the Hable One Braille keyboard for smartphones. And uh, we're going to be talking all about that today. Freak, if you would like to say hello. Hello. Good there we go. We got exactly work. what we asked for. Yeah. Frank, we didn't find <laughs> out where, where are you connecting from? I'm currently in the Netherlands, in Eindhoven. It's like the South Netherlands. That's where I'm uh, calling in from. The Netherlands. Oh, okay. very cool. Excellent. Okay. Yes. Very good. Well, uh, that sounds like a nice place to go on vacation, but we are stuck here in Milwaukee, sadly. Um, but <laughs> thankfully, due to the power of the internet, we are able to connect with you over all of that distance. And we're excited to hear today what you've got to tell us about the Hable one. Now, a uh, quick question for you, because we didn't have long before the show to uh, to talk about what was going to happen. Do you have a Hable one uh, Braille keyboard with you currently? Yes, yes, I have one uh, here in my hands right now. Oh, wonderful! So I'm hoping we we can get some kind of demonstration during the show today. Is that uh, is that going to be possible? 
Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, Happy yeah, to. Yeah. Okay, comes awesome. prepared. Yes, yes. That's, I like, I like <laughs> yeah. a prepared guest. Me too, me too. All right. Before we get into the meat and potatoes, of course, we do have to have our joke section of the show. Yes. Everybody's favorite. Uh, just before we do that, though, uh, I think it's Noemi. Uh, apologies if my pronunciation is bad. But uh, Noemi, I'm going to go with that, says, we have slow flurries. Slow flurries? <laughs> we have snow flurries in El Paso, Texas. Wow. Now, was it last year that Texas had the snow? That was uh, It was not really snow. It was the ice, right? The ice Where the, everything was freezing. All the power and... went out, right? They, uh, the grid went down yeah, and, 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 and then... flamethrowers from helicopters on the wind turbines. Are you lying? Or is no, this I, yeah, 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 they were iced over and then yeah. tons of people's pipes exploded the because they incredible. didn't have heat and, and I don't think they're they weren't their pipes weren't kind of prepared. Yeah, well, yeah. I will say one thing about the Midwest, even though the weather here sucks in the winter, at least it's just very well organized for that sucky weather. Well, we're used yeah, to we it. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So like you get the snow plows out, the roads are cleared really quickly. And yeah. uh yeah, they do a really good job. So thank you to all of our all of our industrious snow plowers and uh, other such people for doing such a wonderful job. Do you think we have any people who drive snow plows listening to the show? Um, but I guess I've, not. I've trained a lot of blind people, but no one's ever had a vocational goal to drive a snowplow. That's interesting. We should probably push for that. I think yeah. it's a good one. It would be pretty safe doing it. You've got the biggest vehicle with a big yeah, like, uh, in front. So, yeah, so you're not going to hurt yourself, you know. If other people are going to drive into you, that's that. Yeah, I'm guessing it's a short-term employment. <laughs> all right uh so jokes for today i uh, somebody reliably told me that it was saint patrick's day coming up in a couple of weeks next weekend is that so we're going to be at season during uh is it yeah maybe i think it, oh is it the weekend maybe the weekend it, that we I get back remember. Yeah, yeah anyway I remember um so the point is i have a saint patrick's day joke prepared that i definitely am not just reading off my phone here because i know when? i know it off my head is one of my favorites it goes <laughs> it goes like this why did St. Patrick drive all of the snakes out of Ireland? Frake, if you uh, know the answer to this joke, feel free to join in. Jonathan, our producer, if you know the answer to this joke, also feel free to join in. Or anybody in the chat, please feel free to put the answer in. Why did St. Patrick drive all the snakes out of Ireland? Hmm. Because he maybe he didn't like snakes? Couldn't get a bus. I was going to make a druid joke, but <laughs> okay. drive. you can maybe tell me that after the show. I'd be interested. Frank, any ideas why? I have zero clue where this is going. No yeah. clue. Okay. His car ran out of gas. <laughs> well, yeah, you are basically so had to drive the snake. Yeah. No, you're, you're on exactly the right track. The answer was it was too far to walk. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I'll be here all week. Yes. Or maybe it should have been that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Jonathan, I believe that you had a joke for us as well. Yes. Uh, you know, there was a newsletter that was being passed around saying that they were trying to get contestants for a trampoline contest. Mm. Uh, they say that March is the very best season for that sort of thing okay. because it is springtime. They get worse every every single week. It's so, I mean, you know what? It takes talent to get the jokes this bad every single <laughs> to get worse every week. We should call Tommy Wiseau and see if he wants to come on. Oh, there you go. I think he is of the standard. Tearing me apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank. So why don't you tell us a little bit? Why don't we start off with a little bit about the company which uh which you work for, which make the Hable one? And I believe the company is just called Hable. If you'd like to uh, tell me if I'm right and tell us all about it. 
Yeah, yeah, we're not very original. I think it's a, it's a typical Dutch <laughs> trait to just <laughs> keep it very basic. So company is called Hebel. Yeah, was our first product, so let's call it Hebel one. Yeah, uh, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, so Hebel uh, started around four years back. Um, so we're still considered a startup. Uh, launched the company in the Netherlands. Uh, it was launched by uh, my co-founder, Ayushman, and, uh, and me. Uh, Ayushman comes from India and has lived with his grandfather his whole life. And his grandfather is blind. Mm-hmm. And he saw firsthand, like, hey, my grandfather can't use his phone at all. And uh, maybe there's something we can develop to make it easier for him. Very and good. that's the reason why, we, uh, wh- why we're here, why we started. Um, and since then, uh, yeah, we've developed the Hable One initially as the first product. Yep. Um, and that's been around two and a half years to develop it. We launched it in September 2021. And now we're already in, I think it's now 12 countries around the world where we're uh, distributing it and we have yeah, thousands of happy users. So that's really that's cool fun. to hear. How did you uh, meet with your co-founder then? Yeah, so he was in a uh, pitching competition uh, as a startup competition, and he was pitching really bad. So I told him, hey, I can give you some advice. <laughs> um, I, so he didn't like me initially, but no, we, that's that's where we met. Uh, and I said, hey, I, I really like what you're doing. I have some perception with it. Um, let's see if this is really a good idea and if not a lot of people hate us when we're starting this. Um, and that's that's how we got started. And just both with the same motivation. Yeah. Very cool. So for yourself, then this isn't this isn't driven for you per se um, from people that you know who are blind. Um, you just saw it and thought that this was a, a great idea and wanted to kind of roll with it. Yeah, yeah. So l- luckily, we I think a few weeks into like uh, working together, we just said, okay, we we really can't do this ourselves. We just have to go to as many people um, who would want to use it as possible. And that's what we did from the start. And we're still doing. I still meet our users a few times a week. Uh, yeah, are, are close by. It's just to really say what can be better, what do we need to update, future products, uh, and that's I think been the the reason why things are going so well, just because we are interacting so much with everyone that's using it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. very important. We were talking uh, with Anat Nolman uh, last uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago, yes. Yeah. And uh, Anat is uh, part of a company who have a phone called it's... the Real Sam. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, she was also saying the same thing with regards to end users and getting their feedback. And uh, you know, it's a really important part of the process for sure. I, I think that's it's such an important, one, especially if you don't have if your founder or staff members aren't blind or visually impaired yet. You're developing products for people who are going to use that people that who are blind and visually impaired. You you. You have to have that constant yeah. connection. Otherwise, then, I mean, wh- how, how do you know what you're developing exactly. is the right thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also for us, we, we now, uh, we're now growing as a company and we were able to hire the first people. And we had to have people who themselves are visually impaired on our team Excellent. because mm-hmm. it's just crucial for us to grow and to make sure we're developing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's yeah. really good to hear. So uh, how how many people do you have in the company at this time? Uh, oh, oh, I hope I don't say it wrong. I think it's nine. Okay, yeah. excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're distributing in, uh, did you say 11 different countries? Is that right? Uh, 12, I think. In 12 countries? Is. Wow. Yes, yeah. 12, yeah. That's really so that's... pretty impressive, yeah. So I was on yeah. uh, I was on the website early on, and I did notice that, uh, yes, when you when you click on the, the buy button, it brings up a list of different countries, and then you can choose the country that you're in so you can find uh, suitable, suitable uh, distributors. So uh, very nice. Exactly. Yep, and uh, I did also notice the website was available in English and French. Um, yeah, is that for the Canadian market or? Uh, yeah, partially. So we're we're both in in France and in Canada. But to be honest, the reason why that's the case is because we just switched our website. I think 
three weeks back. And we're still, we still need to also bring in the other, because we had oh, okay. six or I seven languages, so we yeah, still need yeah. to bring them back. Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I understand. Cool. So uh, just, I'm going to put this in the chat right now, it seems that we're talking about it. So the the web address is iamhable.com. Is that correct? Yes, yes exactly. I am. Yeah. And Hable is H-A-B-L-E. So I'm going to put yes. that in the chat. And does that, is that an acronym at all? Does that stand for anything or just... Uh... Um, well, how we came up with the name Hable was because we, well, first of all, we just used Google Translate, we put some words in it, and then in other languages, just still something sounded nice. Uh, that's, the, that's the honest answer. Like what, a, I, a, a what I tell, but what we tell people is what we say is, well, we have uh, Hoblar, which in Spanish means, means speaking, and if we pronounce it like Hable, uh, it has Able in there because we enable people yes. to use technology. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, so I am able, so I'm able to use technology. That's Very where cool. it's kind of so. Hold, so, hold on, yeah. though. So are you telling me that the justification for the name came after you had decided what the name <laughs> Isn't was? Isn't that how it usually is <laughs> in this case? It's like reverse engineering it a little bit. Uh, but it's like anyone who's <laughs> interested in getting a tattoo, they pick the tattoo and then go, "This is what it means." <laughs> okay, to me. <laughs> is that what you did with your tattoo scoring? Um, no, no. Really <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, yeah, it's like when people come up with an acronym because it's. A funny acronym yeah and then they work the name and then re reverse engineer yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes, exactly yeah. well it's a good name i like it it rolls off the tongue and it works uh works very well i think and um just before we dive into what it's all about um corey and i are going to be at csun this year and well. uh, csun i think uh, all of our participants will know about csun it's a big annual conference about assistive technology that's held in california um, this year, it's going to be in Anaheim. They used to be in San Diego. They moved. Yeah, it's been moved a few years at least ago. Five years now. Okay, I think, yeah. since they've been. Yeah, and I, I haven't been since uh, they were in San Diego. I have so. not been since San Diego as well. Yeah, so I'm quite excited about going. But uh, yes, you guys are going to be there, Frake. Uh, correct. And what uh, what booth are you going to be in for people who are who are attending? Yeah, so so we're there again uh, this year. We were there last year for the first time. Uh, this year, I'll, I'm there on my own. I'm not actually at a booth. I will be from the booth from some of our distributors. So I'll be working okay. in, in their booth showcasing. Got you, got you. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. do you know what the booth number is going to be off the top of your head? Or I wouldn't know, no. Not no. a problem. People, people can find we'll that find, out. Yeah. 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 So find I'm a Dutch say. accent person that's <laughs> here, uh, and then you're, you're fine, yeah. <laughs> All right, so if anybody's going to CSUN and they want to see this uh, for themselves, then that would be a great place to do it. All right, um, so why don't you walk us through the Hable one, tell us a bit about the physical design, the concept, and then we can do some demonstrations. Yeah, of course. So, uh, well, I have the Hable one here in my hand, and it's around the same size as my phone. So it's an iPhone SE 2020. It's around the same size. It's a little smaller. So it's a really small keyboard. Mm -hmm. um, what it looks like, it is completely um, black, and it has uh, six buttons <laughs> in white. Um, and it's so it's around the same size as a phone, but you're not holding it the same way as a phone. So where a phone you would hold vertically, mm -hmm. the Hable one you would turn 90 degrees, and then on one side you would have eight buttons so eight physical buttons okay now those buttons they're turned away from you so it's a little bit like typing a braille on your iphone screen so a little bit like the braille back typing uh, but then with physical buttons um then on the bottom on the smaller side i have a usb-c uh, charging port and on the top i have an on and off switch uh, to turn the device on and off. Yep, makes sense. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a place where I can uh, connect a, a wristband so it doesn't fall out of my hands. 
uh, and that's pretty much the device. So how it I looks. Have, I looks have a quick the... question about yeah. uh, about that because in the pictures um, that I've seen, um, so the user is holding their smartphone uh, landscape, and then their fingers are yes. resting on the Braille keyboard, which makes perfect sense. I was just wondering, does it connect to the back of the phone somehow, or how is that all working? Yeah, so it, it doesn't right now. And the reason why it doesn't is because, well, first of all, you actually don't need to touch your phone at all because you can control everything with just the Hable one. So okay. both navigation yeah. and typing. Yeah. And it becomes a little bit like too thick. So it's not really ergonomic when you put it on the back of your that phone. Makes so sense. as a standalone, yeah. it's it's really nice. You can use it for hours without it hurting your, your fingers. Um, so that's why we did like this. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So I did. So then a user would basically most likely have uh, headphones in or whatever, and they would yes. uh, have the phone in their pocket or whatever, and they'd just be controlling everything from the keyboard there. Exactly. So when you're in the train, where you're outside, it doesn't really matter. You can always use it. You don't need any desk or stand. You just hold the table in the air, F, uh, your feedback via Bluetooth earphone. Uh, and that's how you use it to you control your entire phone like that. Good. Yeah. Okay. And there's there's kind of two main aspects of functionality. So you have the control side of things, uh, whereby I know you guys have got a lot of shortcuts for carrying out various functions. And I'm hoping uh, that you can show us some of those. And then we also have the text input uh, side of things as well. And uh, I know definitely when it comes to text input on smartphones, it can be it can be challenging. Like definitely if you're trying to use the on-screen keyboard, um, that can be kind of slow going and difficult. Um, although I will say, Corey, Corey has got an uncanny way of locating the letters <laughs> um, really quickly. So I think with enough practice, you can get good at it, but uh, it's not always ideal. And then also, uh, obviously, built into to most smartphones, you're going to have um, dictation side of things. And that is a great way to input text, but also not always 100% uh, accurate and can be kind of uh, frustrating. Or so even feasible sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, depending on the environment you're in and, and stuff, and whether you have an internet connection as well on mm -hmm. your phone. Um, so this is just, uh, this is uh, really nice in terms of text input for giving. Uh, for giving Braille uh, users another way to input text into their smartphone. Yeah, so exactly what you're saying, it's kind of has two, two use cases. And we also see two types of people who really like the Able One. Uh, so on one side, it's typing. And when, when you look at typing, text editing, that's really for people that are that know Braille. So they're Braille users. You just want to type fast in your phone in every situation. When I have, yeah. like, feel like you have control, that, then it's really a, a great solution for it. The other group is actually a big group that's that's growing really fast for us right now. It's people who don't know any Braille. So you don't know any Braille, but you have a lot of issues uh, navigating the phone. Just the swiping gestures lead to a lot of problems. Well, this is physical buttons, which makes it a lot easier to kind of do those gestures. So that group will actually start for the reason of, of navigating their phone with the Hable. Uh, and you can just dictate as, as typing. Sure. Uh, and slowly but surely, actually, that group will start to learn typing in Braille as well, uh, almost without you knowing it. I actually, I find that really fascinating and, and really cool. Um, you know, just that concept of kind of having an entryway for, for people to learn Braille almost without, you know, meaning to do it in a way, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 And I also, I mean, I think back to, I'm, I'm not a proficient Braille reader. I, I, always, I have like the daily living skill Braille, so I'm enough that I'm going checking men's versus women's <laughs> room, <you know? laughs> the essentials. <clears throat> but really, it, when I think back to my years learning Braille, learning the Braille cells and stuff was was easy. Writing Braille on a Braille writer was easy. The real hard part of reading Braille is the tactile piece of actually reading it with your fingers. So mm -hmm. I, I could see how people using a device like this would start to do Braille input, input and pick yeah. it up quite quickly mm -hmm. because Really, it all it is is just memorization. I mean, is is what yeah. it comes down to. You don't yeah. have that tactile kind of concern in the beginning. So, 
And uh, yeah. and uh, so th those people who are, let's say that it's somebody who doesn't read Braille and they just started using the Hable One. Mm -hmm. um, so I assume that there's like certain kind of Braille letters that they will need to press to carry out certain functions, like a double tap, for example, right? Do you want, can you talk us through that a little bit? Yeah, so um, well, how we would teach someone that's new to use Hable One is we we don't have like a, a manual like regular products normally have. We have we have a starting guide. So we will really go like chapter per chapter and tell you, hey, you need these five functions, and you can already make a phone call or send a message with just yeah. these five functions. And then kind of step by step, we would teach someone to to learn to use it. Nice. Um, and for navigation, actually, you hardly need to. You need to use some commands which can be like translated back to Braille, but you don't even need to know this. So, for example, what we always start with is the simple, a simple like single finger swipe. So move forward or, or backwards on an item. Yeah. And for that, we we have those two like big navigation keys. So we have yes. six Braille dots and we have two big navigation keys on A1. Mm -hmm. Uh, and those navigation keys are used to, to navigate. So if I want to move an item forward, I would hold my left key. I would just keep pressing it down, my left navigation. Key, and I press my right navigation key once. And that's something I can repeat. So every time I press it, it would be a single finger swipe forward. And if I want to go backwards, I mirror that. So I hold my right big key and I press the left key once. Uh, and this is something whenever you get the chance to have a table in your hand once, it sounds a little weird, but when you do it once, it makes so much sense. It's a mm -hmm. super intuitive movement and it comes back in all the navigation, all the kind of movements you want to do on your phone uh, when using the I was going to ask yeah. you about that because what was the what was the idea behind holding down the one button and tapping on the other rather than just tapping on the direction you wanted to go in? Yeah, so when we do it, we actually can uh, put a lot more functions into the same Hable. Because right now, if you uh, if you press the left big navigation key once, it would actually be a backspace, and the right key is a space. Ah, okay. um, and when yeah. we're holding it down and I press 7, it would be a single finger swipe. But what if I hold it down and I press 4, in text, I actually move a character. So I can do that with multiple uh, buttons, and it's all in the same yeah mindset. That makes so sense. Really... So yeah, so you're always holding down something and doing something else. Exactly. So it's, yeah, so it's keeping a consistency yeah. in in operation. Yeah, that yeah, makes, and it, makes sense. Yeah, and it's really so you have more functions. It's consistent. And it's quite intuitive to to remember that way. Yeah, excellent. And we should say as well uh, that uh, this connects uh, via Bluetooth. And so yeah. in terms of you know if you get the device, then uh, you'd need to charge it connect it to your phone via Bluetooth. And I read on your website that the, the battery life can go as long as a month. Is that, yeah, is that right? Yeah, it's even longer. So oh, it's wow. the, the number one support question we get from, from new users is they, mm -hmm. they call us say, it doesn't work anymore. And we tell them, have you charged it? <laughs> and they say, I wasn't aware you had to charge it. Because it really, like, if you use it every single day for around two hours, then it lasts you a month. So if you use it only 30 minutes a day, it can yeah. be months. Last for longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's really pretty handy. How, how long to a, a full charge then when you're charging it? Uh, three hours max. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's, uh, that's definitely super, super handy. Um, also, I was wondering, uh, so obviously, like people have other options if they want to, you know, uh, input things into their phone in, in a different way. So you could connect a Bluetooth keyboard and uh, or you could use, you know, a, a traditional uh, Braille display. I'm guessing that the advantage of the Hable one is really the portability side of things. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think I would say it's two things because I think every product kind of has their has their has their different use. I think mm -hmm. indeed one is the portability; you don't need a, a surface, so you can really even use it while standing, and it's the, the full control. 
And I think the second part where we're kind of unique is that we really focused on being simple to learn, like easy to learn and being right. very intuitive, mm-hmm. but we're not necessarily the most efficient keywords. So for example, I think with a Braille display or a Quartz keyword, you can get to higher, like you can type faster or you mm-hmm. can be more efficient if you really know all the functions. And we are more focused on, hey, it should be easy to learn, like almost mm-hmm. fun to learn to use it. Um, so that's really where we try to position the product. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I think that makes a, a lot of sense. I think the the market who use, I mean, the market as a whole is very small to begin yeah, with. Right. But then the, the subset who's using an, an actual full refreshable Braille display yeah. is is, I think, much smaller than the market you're going after who are the individuals who... I'm not here to actually read Braille. I'm really here to just find an alternative way to use my phone, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. input wise. So I think that's yeah. totally especially when you consider the Braille displays cost thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And again, if you're not a if you're not a big Braille reader, then yeah. you've got this whole you know twelve to twenty cell Braille display in front of you that you're just not even tapping into it exactly so. yeah. yeah we should uh with that being said we should mention the price so i think you're 349 dollars is that correct yes correct. yeah, yeah awesome. that's it yeah yeah okay and if people want to purchase then they can they can't purchase directly from your website they have to go through a distributor is that is that right uh you can actually you can oh, do you can? both okay, sorry. yeah so okay. if you would purchase directly on our website it will still get sourced by one of our distributors that's that's most close to you um, yeah, yeah, so you can do both whatever you yeah. prefer yeah okay and uh, i believe that included with the price so there is 30 and i I want to touch on this. So it's a 30 minute training. It states a 30 minute training. And then plus you have a bunch of uh, video tutorials and stuff like that. That 30 minute training, is that is that like a remote kind of training thing? Yeah. Or how does that work? Yeah. So that's remote. We have a, we have a whole support team here that's, that helps you out. And uh, it's 30 minutes. So it should be 30 minutes, but they always take longer. So I'm trying to, <laughs> to tell them, hey, don't need to do 30 minutes. So I think <laughs> you got easily get up to an hour if you if you have the right person. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah. You can stretch it. But it, it, it needs digital and really to make sure it's all set up right. You you are able to get going, everything is working. We just want to make sure that that initial experience is good. Um and indeed we have a lot of videos, we have training guides. We try to really again focus on being simple and easy to, to use. So that learning part should be, yeah, should be really fun. And you should have all the kind of assets you need for that. So that's Yeah, the- I like that. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that training, that training uh, side of things is really important. And it's really good that you, you know, provide that initial bit of setup because, you know, you can imagine somebody getting something like this through the through the mail and then not even knowing how to connect it to their phone. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. it's really nice to have that. Um, yeah, so Iris Vision do do training like that as well. And I think eSight do as well. But for the most part with this stuff, people kind of get it and then have to yeah, figure no, it out. So. Ira used to. I don't know that they right, do right. anymore. They used to have that whole setup process. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they do that onboarding anymore. Yeah, though. but it's definitely definitely a nice thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we should probably stop talking about this and actually uh, get a, an idea of how it works in action. So if you'd like to take it, take it away. Yes, I will um, just connect it here to my phone and yeah, okay. hopefully it's um, the right table because I have so many tables right here. Uh, <laughs> that's the, I'm just the imagining off, off camera, there's just a pile of table ones yeah. there. <laughs> there actually is, yeah, right next <laughs> yeah. to me. Here. Yeah, yeah. They're all in development mode, so I have to, I have to make sure I pick the right, uh, <laughs> I got the right, right one out. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so I have the wrong table here. But okay. it doesn't matter because actually for the... I, I'll just do an explanation of how it works and what um, what for, for gesture I'm doing. So okay, let's do it. 
I'll go into how we always start. So the basics, um, I, I just already went into a little bit. You connect the phone first um, with whatever phone you're using. So if you're using iPhone or Android, it doesn't matter. Um, and you connect it with Bluetooth. Once you're connected with Bluetooth, our Able One it will actually detect if you're using an iPhone or an Android device. And then based on that, it will switch to the right mode. So we have an Android mode and we have an iPhone mode. They're very similar, but it just works on the different phones mm -hmm. uh, and also works with tablets. So iPad and, and, and tablet, Android tablets also works. Excellent. Uh, just, a, a, just a question about Android quick, because you know with Android devices, they come in all sorts of different price points and uh, performance uh, specifications and such. Um, yeah. is, there, is there certain specifications other than just, because I think you needed Android 9, uh, 9 or something like that, right? But other than that, is there any particular specifications for the device? Yeah, so... Um, it's on our. I don't. I wouldn't know from the top of my head, but on okay. our website you have that a document that there. says like on which phone uh, it works. It. Like generally, I would say more than ninety percent of the functions work on all the phones. Nice. But just different per phone, there might be a few tweaks. Yeah, um, sure. yeah, it works. So you can find it on our website. So okay. uh, I always recommend to do that when you're, especially when you're an Android user. Yes. Um, you connect once. Uh, the next thing you do is make sure your uh, either voiceover or talkback is turned on, uh, and that's it. Uh, you can get started. Uh, you don't need an app uh, to use Able. It just uh, works right away. The phone thinks uh, recognizes it as a normal keyboard, um, so not as a build display, but as a keyboard, and that allows us uh, to be a little bit faster. So there's no delay between using it and 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 hearing uh, your voice over talkback. And we can do some nice sequencing, so we can send really cool commands that other keyboards sometimes can't do. Awesome. Um, basic navigation. So I have my Able in my hands. Uh, my fingers are resting on the six uh, uh, Brill buttons, so they're numbered as Brill buttons. And then if I move my uh, left pointing finger to the left, it's uh, button seven or the left navigation key. And if I move my right pointing finger to the right, it's button eight or my right navigation key. Um, so I'll use those for navigation. When I'm on the home screen, I hold button seven and I tap button eight to go to a next app and the other way around to um, move backwards. Mm -hmm. If I want to enter an app or the one finger double tap, uh, I press both navigation keys at the same time. So when you press them at the same time, you open an app or you select. So that's app. your double tap command then on a, you know, yeah, on a, if, you, if you're exactly. using the touch screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, if I want to go move to the, uh, my cursor to the top of the screen, it's holding one, two, and three at the same time. And to the, the end of the screen, your bottom screen is holding four, five, and six. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, quite similar to a Braille display uh, where you would do this. Um, if I want to move to a next page there, it's a little bit like an arrow. So I hold <coughs> one, three, and five. That looks like an arrow on my uh, on my Hable one. That makes sense. Go page next, and the page previous is again the opposite. So two, four, and six, I hold them down. And every time I do a function where I have to hold something down, you will feel a vibration. So that vibration is an extra confirmation that it worked. Um, mm -hmm. That's there with all shortcuts. So for my home screen, my notifications, my jump to end or back of the screen. Um, just a little extra yeah, feeling that you notice you did it right. <laughs> um, and that's the basics of navigation and movement. Um, then we have three shortcuts that we just used a lot. So we said we should put them on prime positions. So one of them is to uh, play and pause voiceover. So sometimes voiceover just keeps speaking to you. It keeps talking. So if you hold button one, it stops. So it pauses. And if you want to talk again, you hold button one again. Excellent. Uh, the second is, is dictation. So if you hold button two, you can start dictating. If you hold two again, it stops. And it's really because we have a lot of people who don't know any Braille. So they'll start with dictation, put on button two is easy. 
Uh, and three, but then three holding it down is the magic tap. So that's to pick up a phone call, hang up a phone call, uh, play and pause music, play and pause videos. Uh, yeah, really simple. And these, to use. these are the same commands whether you're working on Android or iPhone? Uh, so this is all on iPhone. I see. Uh, on okay. Android, it's a little different. I, I actually you. don't know from top of my head. They also have like the ones you really use a lot on Android. So we try yeah, to yeah. put like the prominent ones on these uh, mm -hmm. instructions. And the nice thing I like about this already is that you know if you were doing this with the touch screen, we're already talking here about things which require multi-finger uh, gestures. Um, yes. And you know, rather than having to to worry about that, and we know Corey, a lot of our clients can, yeah. can struggle with those. Um, here, you've got a much more simple, simplified, and tactile. Yeah, it's multi finger this. and multi tap. That's already being yeah, accomplished exactly, by exactly. a single physical button. Yeah, and I think you know, definitely like. I can see how this would be beneficial for even even for those those clients who don't read Braille but just need an easier way to interact with their phone. Yeah, I mean, I work with a number of clients who come in with with full QWERTY Bluetooth keyboards, yeah, but exactly. only mostly because they just want to navigate and type. Exactly. But, I mean, I yeah. can see this already being an, a better solution. Yeah. Cool. Yes. I like it. And, and just, yeah, I'm only going to the, what we say, we consider the basics. So what I'm going over here is what we do in our first two chapters of the, of the start or first three chapters of the starting guide, because there's a lot more like on any other keyboard, but I think that's something more advanced. If you want to really look it up, mm -hmm. check, check the manual. Um, so this is really as far as I'll normally go with navigation. So how to navigate or the phone with these different functions. Uh, and then there's of course the part of typing. Um, so typing two options, dictation, so that's with button two, and the other one is typing in uh, in Braille. Uh, typing in Braille is uh, it's six dot Braille, so it's not eight dot as on uh, uh, most Braille displays. It's a set with six. Um, what that means is that I can well button one is the A, button one two is the B, one four is the C, etc. That works normally. Um, but if I want to do something like a number, I first press a number sign, and now my A becomes a one, my B becomes a two, et cetera. So I just do six dot Braille, and that way it works. And I can switch between grade one and grade two uh, UAB. And my backspace is seven, or my left navigation key, and my space is eighth, right navigation key. And that's really the Excellent. basics of typing. And just to clarify, um, this does require the use of voiceover or talkback both from the navigation piece and especially the input piece, because you need those uh, screen readers to be doing the translation and stuff as well, right? I just just to verify. Um, so navigation, yes, but you can type this without having voiceover turned on because uh, the phone thing yeah, recognizes as a normal keyboard. So it's as if you're typing with a normal keyboard on the phone. So, yeah. oh, interesting. So voiceover isn't doing the Braille, trans. it's not translating. No. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's inside the it's inside the Hable one. We do the translations, so we also okay. have a different language inside the Hable one, and that allows us yet yeah, to not go too technical, but it allows us to sequence certain things we send to the phone. So we can do different interactions. If, for example, uh, what we could do is we uh, hold one button and we would say, well, that means that you first go to the home screen, go four apps forward, and then enter that app. As an example, sure. so you can actually, yeah, sequence multiple things by being in control of it. Yeah. Are these things? Are Very these? Cool. Uh, would that be like user programmable either now or at any point? Um, so not right now, okay. um, but we uh, we are testing internally what we what we can do. I, I can't really say anything right now if it will be there because we're okay. still doing a lot of testing. Sure, um, sure, sure. Who knows? <laughs> that would be super awesome. You could just program a single button well, press to do a load of stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 honestly, the, the immediate thing I think about 
is a lot of times people struggle with the automated voice uh, menus. Mm -hmm. And if, mm -hmm. let's say, you called your doctor all the time, if you program one button to dial the number, pause, and then hit one all the time for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there is a lot of really cool use cases, but it does sound, there's probably a big layer of complexity <laughs> around that too. When you, especially when you only, well, especially when you only have eight buttons and they're, and they're using so many already. So how do you start to uh, make sure people aren't, you know, reprogramming yeah. the, the, the right key? Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't move forward anymore. Yeah. Uh, a couple, yeah. couple of questions for you. So number one, is there a shortcut to activate Siri? Yes. Yes, if you hold down the uh, one, four, and five, so the, the D if you hold down, it goes to Siri. My question oh, was the, ro the rotor. The rotor I got to assume there's one for the rotor gesture. Yes. That's always one. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. That can be and actually, one. so the rotor, what we what we did with this is we, we say we used a lot of text editing. At least a lot of people use a lot of the rotor in, in text editing. Mm -hmm. And that's actually one of the, I, I would say, I, it's one of the features I like the most because we did something a little unique with text editing. Um, so there's a lot of different commands, like going per word, going per character, selecting, uh, all these different, going per sentence. So mm -hmm. you said, someone is not going to remember all of this if we put it on new commands. So what if we make it a little easier? We just say, all you have to remember is your left navigation key, this text editing, and the opposite real buttons. So four, five, and six. Those are the buttons you're touching with text editing, nothing else. Um, so what we do, same way as going to a next uh, item, if I hold my left navigation and I press four, I go to a next character. Now if I want to go backwards, I hold four and I press seven. So the, the mirroring the action. Opposite, yeah. Yeah, words is seven and five. Um, selecting character is seven and four and five, or four and five and seven. And um, selecting a word is seven and four and six. And the rotor is then on seven and five and six, because you can use it for sentences, like selecting a sentence sure. or moving sentences. So that's all those same uh, buttons. And it's, yeah, really, once you've done it once, it's really easy to remember. So it seems like there's been a lot of logic that's gone into uh, figuring out the easiest way for people to learn and remember these things. Yeah, yeah, and and I have to say with these things, whenever I I, I tell these people, they're like, yeah, you say it's 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 logic, but it sounds still like a lot of different things, very complex. Mm -hmm. And I agree when I say it, it sounds very complex. <laughs> but I always say, it? Yeah. try it out. Yeah. It's really when you try it, it, it kind of clicks and makes a lot of sense. It, yeah. it really is a perfect example of even even sitting down and and just talking out voiceover gestures. Yeah, sounds way more complex than when you <laughs> yeah. actually do the gesture. And exactly, yeah, so, uh, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, that is all super cool. Oh, the other thing I was going to ask you is, let's say that I'm writing a text message, for example. Mm -hmm. Is there a shortcut for adding a smiley emoji? Uh, yes. <laughs> just a smile. Yes. No, no other can, emoji or just, just, just a smile? That's the one I have <laughs> Okay, so there's not a, a, a shortcut to go directly send a smiley, but I'm sure, sure we can make that for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but you can switch to the emoji keyboard with a, with a single uh, combination. Yeah, yeah, that's really very cool. Uh, yeah. I can definitely see a, a lot of potential utility for a device like this, and I do. I just, I just keep coming back to this idea because, like, we see a number of clients who um, who don't, you know, read or write Braille, mm -hmm. um, but could benefit from an easier way to interact with a smartphone. And so I just keep keep coming back to this idea of how this could help with that. Yeah, I almost think in in some some cases when you introduce this to someone you don't introduce it as a braille keyboard yeah 
Because yeah. I think for some individuals, they're immediately going to shut down and be like, I don't know, Braille, it's right, too complicated. Right, 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 right. Where it's more that this is not a Braille input device. This yeah. is a this is an this is a key in you know keyboard for your iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, if you want to type a B, it's you hit buttons one and two, and then they're like, oh, that you're makes just like, sense. Okay. And they're like, hey, guess what? That's you just learned B in Braille. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Actually, actually, this is exactly what we do here in the Netherlands with schools. So in all the schools in the Netherlands where, where uh, children with visual impairments uh, are, are doing their education, they have Hables, and they will tell them, hey, this is just a, a cool game controller for your phone. That's nice. how they, the teachers tell them. That's they clever. get started, they take it home, they're doing the, they're doing the manual because they're like, yeah, now I'm finally able to game on my phone. And then yeah, a few weeks yeah. later, tell them, hey, by the way, you just learned to use Brill on your phone. <laughs> that's that's really the tactic they're using that's actually really good you know because this whole concept of gamifying things Mm -hmm. to help people learn like if it is basically tricking them into learning something but i mean (laughs) uh, if it does the job then why not yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's so of course it's not yet you, you're not able to read brilliant you're just typing in real but it's a great way to get them into Mm -hmm. yeah into exactly uh, excited about it yeah. Very cool. So when did you guys uh, officially release them? When did all that happen? Yeah, so we, we started in uh, September 2021. Uh, that's when we launched, for it, but that was just in the Netherlands. And I think we uh, started in the US um, in July last year, but we've really been going quite slow, like state per state. Sure. Uh, and, and yeah, slowly rolling out. And we're still in the midst of that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. 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 Does that mean that you originally released like in the midst of COVID? Because it wasn't, oh, I, yes, I can't even remember time. when that all started, but that was oh, then, we, right? 2020? Yeah. We, right? we incorporated the company in the midst of COVID and oh, everyone says, what are you doing? What are yeah, you doing? Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, a challenge, but also, I don't know, you come up with creative things because we couldn't really visit people. And this is really a product you want to try in your head, like you want to try before yeah, you're really... Right. So we, yeah, we came up with some creative ideas to give people to still try it without having to uh, buy it right away. That's really cool. And uh, yeah, I was, you know, all you were, you were hearing about at the time was all the supply chain issues and people weren't able to get the components for their, you know, their products and stuff like that. So how was it to navigate all of all of that stuff? Yeah, and let's say it was very challenging. I think we, so uh, the, the region, so Eindhoven from the Netherlands is a region where actually you have a few really big companies like Philips and ASML. Oh, really? uh, and we are lucky to know some people there that are able to help us source some of the products. Awesome. Uh, so we really had to do be creative <laughs> about it. And luckily now that time is kind of, over we're just we have some a stable supply chain yeah things do seem to be getting better thankfully so uh what's the uh, the weight of the hable and i'm not sure if we if we mentioned that it's like 90 grams it's really light um yeah yeah easily easily holdable in one hand and easy easy to carry around in the pockets and so on and so forth yeah that's really how it's developed yeah yeah. Now you guys do have obviously the the website that we talked about, and um, so you can go onto the website, and from there you are able to um, access some information, including information about the device itself, also um, some uh, product uh, support uh, demonstration type of videos, and also uh, you can purchase from there. And you also have a YouTube channel, which I will just bring up here. Uh, we're only seeing a little a little bit of it because of the way that this is uh, this is um, set up, but uh you have a hable one youtube channel and so is there a direct url to that youtube.com forward slash hable one or what's the best way for people to get there 
uh, I would just search Hable on YouTube, okay. Hable One on YouTube, and you'll you'll find it. Uh, and it's actually uh, quite a nice thing to follow because there's a lot of videos coming up that just explain like specific things. To, for example, how to send a, a WhatsApp message with the Hable One, how to send uh, an email, how to read the news, kind of really excellent uh, focus in that, in that with Hable. Yeah, it's yeah, a good so idea that, of how you use it. That's really good. That's like task-driven um, kind of videos. Yeah, and, and that, exactly. makes, that makes perfect sense. That's a great way to do it. So if you have a Hable One or if you're thinking about getting a Hable One, then I think it would be definitely worth taking a visit to the YouTube channel because from there, you'll be able to check out some videos on, on how things are done. And then if you have one, obviously, you can, you can try those out. And if you're thinking about getting one, then you can get an idea of whether you think that would be feasible for you. And uh, I did also see on your website there is a list of um kind of the the different shortcuts for yep. android and for um apple as well um, that people can check out um. i think we're gonna i'd like to pick one up i think for for tech here luke right. i think we'll probably do a produced video on it then perfect you heard it here first, first folks this means that uh, everybody everybody out there on the uh on the interwebs is going to be able to find out just how good coy's braille is Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So I think uh -oh. if anybody, Never has, mind. If any, if anybody <laughs> has suggestions for what Corey should be typing uh, with the Hable one, then please send them in. Okay, the right. yeah, there you go. So the better. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I forget you. You don't. Uh, you don't do great too. Right? I, I, I'm not. I'm not very good with contracted braille. Yeah. So okay, I good. can read it decently because I can figure out what it is with sure. you know, but yeah. writing it not so much. All right. I'm very much looking forward uh to creating this video. <laughs> yeah. Perfect time to get started. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You better get practicing. Exactly. <laughs> so Frank, I'm curious and you potentially can't really you may not be able to say much of anything, but I'm just curious the future of of Hable and Hable One, what you know five years from now, 10 years from now, do you have big, do you have any, you know, big, big plans that you, you'd like to see the product evolve into or, or things you'd love to add in the future? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, we were speaking about it really briefly before going live, but I, uh, I did just post on LinkedIn that at season, I will be telling people about our new products that's coming up. I can't say anything about it right now, but in person, I'm happy to tell you a little bit more. Uh, so if you're attending season, please do do visit me, talk to the guy with the Dutch accent. Um, <laughs> and uh, our, our goal is really to make a, a product range. So right now, the Hey One itself, we already know a lot of ways to make it even better and, and improve even more. But we also want to make sure we're not forgetting anyone. So we want to make sure we have different products for different categories. Um, and in the end, our goal is really to make uh, all the technology accessible. So whatever, uh, whoever wants to use it, want to make sure it's accessible for them. And, and part of that is really products, so different products that would work. But it's also a little bit on the training side, making sure that you, yeah, it's easy and fun to learn to use. I, think. Yeah. I wonder, something just popped in my head, Luke, and I'm, and I'm just going to throw it out because I'm curious what you think. Mm -hmm. How do you think a similar product for a Windows-based computer with a screen reader would work. For those who maybe struggle with a full QWERTY keyboard. I just feel like the navigational aspects of using a computer are more complex than with a phone. Yeah. So I don't know how it would work, but I'd love to see it happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 I almost think paired with the like Dolphin Guide. Well, that could, could be feasible. Could that would be, be very Because yeah. then you have guy doing the simple yes. interface and then uh, yeah. a product like like the Hable one where you 
it's much easier than to have that limited navigation. So you heard it here first, folks. Hable 2, we're going to have a- Hable Guide. Hable Guide, there you go. We, we've created it and this is yeah. happening. Um, <laughs> you're welcome, Frank. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> taking notes, taking notes. There you go. Uh, cool, well, I'm looking forward to uh, dropping by the booth and uh, yes, uh, finding out about whatever the next new exciting thing is going to be mm -hmm. at, uh, at CSUN here. And uh, for anybody who is interested in um, finding out more, I think we've already covered all of the bases here. So we have the website, which is IamHable.com. Go to YouTube and you can search for Hable 1 and find out more there. You can, of course, uh, always call us at 414-615-0103. And also, if people wanted to get in touch directly with you, Frank, would that be possible? And if so, what's the best way to do it? Yeah, so uh, it's via our email. It's also on our website, which is support at iamhable.com. Okay. Um, and actually, one thing I would like to add is because, of course, I'm telling you it's a great product. It's amazing. You should really try it. But I, yeah, don't take my word for that from the company. <laughs> so what I would advise is we have open uh, email groups with users, uh, hundreds of users on there who give very honest opinions. Um, so if you're wondering, hey, is this something for me or you have other questions about like how other people use it or maybe you can even ask like why some people don't like it, I would just join our uh, our forums. And that's on our website. You can find this. It's just open to join. You can ask anything there. Uh, we're not intervening. Uh, all we do share there is like our software updates that are out. Um, but that's a really good way to really get honest feedback from other people that are using it. Uh, and yeah ask your questions there as well that's great yeah. i really ap appreciate the uh the openness of that so uh yeah that's uh that's a sign of a, if you ask me that's a sign of a good uh, a good product a good company if they're confident enough to uh to be you know let their users talk exactly to let, yeah. let their users yeah. talk. <laughs> um uh, one quick thing here um i was just about to wrap it up but i i suddenly uh thought there is a a smartphone app for this as well right is that correct yeah, uh, it's only out there for uh, what is it, like four weeks now. Yeah, oh, we just wow. launched it. Yeah, right, cool. Uh, what can people do with the smartphone app then? Yeah, so at this moment, it's there just to do software updates. So uh, if you get a Hable one, you get uh, lifelong free software updates as well. We do nice. uh, software updates around once every uh, four months, and it's not just making it more efficient, but also we add features. So we last time we added the press and hold, so you can send voice messages on WhatsApp, for example. Mm -hmm. And we'll have something to do uh, fast Bluetooth switching, uh, things like this coming up. Now, initially, you had to... Um, plug it into your computer, run a program, and it would update the software. But we really used A1 only with phones and tablets, so we said, well, it would make more sense if you can just update it directly from your phone. Yeah, sure. So that's what the app does right now. You can just do software updates directly over, over Bluetooth. Um, right now, it's just iOS. We're working on the Android version as well. Uh, and in the future, we'll also put things like support material in there, uh, extra videos, onboarding guides. It's really everything in one place. So. Awesome. So big plans for the for the app. So uh, yeah, if yeah. people are, if people have a Hable, then definitely go ahead and get the app as well. Here's my suggestion for a feature. Mm -hmm. um, what, what should we call this? We'll call it "Where's My Hable." And uh, yeah, it will basically, because I know you've got haptics in the Hable mm -hmm. one. I know you don't have speakers, but maybe you could uh, have a feature where it will vibrate so you can hopefully locate it if you've lost it. 
That's oh, through a the app, really maybe? Good suggestion. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like it. It's a really good suggestion. And let's say it might have been thought of before, and maybe it's already in the background being produced. Who knows? Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. uh, maybe. Yeah. But maybe. <laughs> there you Look go. I'm predicting the future. Look at, you. <laughs> Look at you. You're going to be the 10th employee. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if you just keep giving the ideas away. That's, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's my problem right there. <laughs> All right, well, Frank, thank you so much for uh, coming on here. We really appreciate it. I know it's a little later over there than it is uh, here, so sorry to, to keep you into the evening, but uh, thank you so much. It's been really, really helpful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. Yeah, good. Yeah, for us yeah. too. And uh, hopefully all of our all of our uh, viewers enjoyed this. And uh, we have put the contact information out there if anybody does have questions. We are going to be live streaming from CSUN. So you may see Freak again there um, when we do our live stream. We haven't exactly figured out what our format's going to be for that yet. Um, or, yeah. or, or, or how, how we're going to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> we have something to figure out there. But uh, anyway, anyway uh, that will be in that will be in two weeks. In two, two weeks. weeks' time, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, this this show in yeah. in two weeks' time, uh, you will be seeing this live show directly. Oh, you from know Seaside. what? I didn't even think of this too. We'll have to think about if we. We'll, I guess we'll do if we keep eleven a.m. Central because then that is only nine a.m. Oh, that's and there probably isn't a lot going on on the floor, that's so we it. may even we have might to change, have to the, change time, the time. But... We will we'll, send out an email. Yeah, check uh, out the email. Yeah, to let everybody know what's happening with that. And we're hoping to, you know, have, maybe have some live from the show floor stuff, maybe have some interviews with people. Yeah. Yeah. And once we get back from CSUN 2, we're going to be sending out an email. The, the uh, Not the format of, of Tech Connect Live is going to change, but how you uh, access it might change. We are we've going to be launching a new website. Um, so you are going, you can actually go and check out the schedule and past uh, archive sessions and everything from that website. And so we'll, we're, we're going to do a session on how to do a session. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but just know that that'll be coming up. We may ask you to, to uh, resubscribe and uh, re, re kind of uh, create a register. Uh, we apologize, but it's just something we kind of have to do. But just a quick heads up. That'll be coming up in the next month or so. Yes, it will. And uh, one last thing here, Freak. I just suddenly thought uh, you did a video. Or the, you had Sam from the Blind Life do a video for you recently, correct? Yeah, yeah. A few weeks back, he posted uh, the video. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. so I haven't, I haven't had a chance to uh, check that out yet, but I'm sure it's very good as his videos usually are. So that yeah. would be another way that people could uh, get an idea if they wanted more. Uh, more. I think we've covered quite a lot here, but if you wanted to see even more Hable One, then you can always go to the Blind Life on YouTube and see never, it's video. Yeah. Never enough. Never, Hable one. Hable one. never enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I live, live and breathe it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> dedicated guy. All right. And talking of YouTube, we have a YouTube channel. You can find it by going to youtube.com forward slash vision forward tech connect. Yes. Bit of a mouthful, but you could always uh, search for tech connect as well. And of course, we have all of uh, these live shows uh, that will be up there. But we also have produced videos, including our latest one on chat GPT. Oh, did it cause some trouble? It sure did. Yeah. So if you want to see an AI taking over the uh, vision for tech connect studio, well, that's the video that you're going to want to see. And uh, next week, it'll be the indoor navigation features of seeing AI. Yeah, which I'm quite excited about. It's a mm -hmm. it's an it's an ambitious production. We have for a that dream video. sequence well, going. Uh, uh, well, you got to tease that. Didn't, you got to tease this. It's the literally the first five yeah, seconds. It's the first five. Right. If you want to see a dream sequence, then tune into the video that will be releasing actually on Saturday yes. of this week. Yep. Uh, we decided to release on a different day just to see how that went. So Saturday. Next 
I'm sorry, Saturday of next week, my apologies. Jonathan got scared there because he's the one who has to edit the video and put it together. Yeah. Oh, did we not tell you? It actually needs to be done in two days. <laughs> anyway, keep tuned to the YouTube channel. Thanks again, Freak. It's been a pleasure. And we will see everybody in two weeks live from CSUN. Bye for now. Bye, all. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Connect Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, be sure to join us next time. For all things Tech Connect, go to vision-forward.org slash techconnect. Thank <laughs> you.